Hello, Jay here. If I could ask, could you give us a little five-star rate in Apple Podcasts? Go on, please. It won't take long. You can just do it now. That'd be lovely. And share the podcast. Tell your friends. Appreciate it. And on today's show, we're talking to the awesome Bill Johnson. American Bill arrived in Phuket three years ago after a hugely successful career in L.A., After a motorbike crash, an idea came to Bill and that started him on the road to set up Demaris Clinic, which provides a comprehensive set of treatments towards rejuvenization, easy for you to say, and well-being. We talk stem cells, placenta, and a host of other well-being treatments. This is a super interesting podcast. Bill is one of the coolest guys we've ever met and he's passionate about how his team can help all of us. It's never too late to get young again. Mmm, I made that tagline up. Maybe that should be their tagline. Not sure. Anyway, enjoy the show. Welcome to the podcast. How are you, Russell? I'm right. How are We're you? not here for you. We're here it. for Bill Johnson today. <laughs> Bill, how are you? I'm doing very well, thank you. Um, first question I ask everyone is, when did you get to Phuket? Been here three years. Um, came for vacation, just stayed. That, that, that was the question. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So when was the f- so you came three years ago for the first time yes. to Phuket? First time ever. Really? Never left. Wow. First, first time. <laughs> I mean, I went home a few times yeah. to LA, but. No, I, I've lived here ever since. Why? What was it that you fell in love with? It's unique. It's beautiful. It's, uh, especially now with mm-hmm. no tourists, it's yeah. incredible. I like the people. I like, what I noticed, the first thing I noticed was that when you smile, you know, you'll see these people with kind of a hard look on their face and you smile at them and they smile back and it's so genuine. It's like, it just, and every time people in LA don't do that. No. And that's where you're from originally, yes. LA. Yeah. So what brought you to LA, f- from LA to here in the first Actually, the first I went place. to Singapore first. Okay. Couldn't stand it. Yeah. Yeah, it's like being in the army. It's like living in a hospital, <laughs> I found. Does that make sense? Maybe I should take that. <laughs> no, no, no. Being, why was it like being in the army? Just because well, it was just so very, very, stru- you know, structured, think, rigid. If you live according to the, <laughs> the belief system of the people that live there, it's very structured, you know? Mm-hmm. Because he lived there for a bit. Yeah, no, and I, I completely agree. Really? I love Singapore. So I do now. So I grew up in Hong Kong, which was, you know, very free, very easy going and you know, everything. And going from there to Singapore, I found it exactly the same as that. It's like, this is like living. For me, it was like a hospital. Everything's yeah. clean, clinical, right. structured, regimented. And I fucking hated it. Really? Yeah, I absolutely hated living it at the time. I enjoy going back there now, like for a weekend break and stuff like that, lots of friends, but that's kind of different. But I hated, from what I was in to going there, no, I didn't enjoy it at all. So I completely understand that. Hmm. Fair enough. When you was in LA, what were you doing? Making movies. A lot of movies. As in a a superstar? Sure. I mean, like the... the, uh, Oh, it's exciting. The last... The last mo- the last year, I made three movies that were that were of, you'd, you'd probably hear about um, the founder with Michael Keaton. Yeah, yeah. which is about the McDonald's, McDonald's brother story. Yeah. Okay, cool. great story. That's, in, that's yeah, an incredible. I'll story. be honest with you. You might get more reactions from Russell here, unless it's a kids' <laughs> movie. I've not I've not seen okay. it. Okay, yeah. 
and yeah. uh, Hacksaw Ridge, which was Mel Gibson directed. Yeah. I wish I could claim that that was my expertise, but Mel Gibson delivered, as he always does when he's directing, an amazing, moving, passionate, true story. Yeah. And uh, the movie worked. Everything about it worked. We got nominated for six Academy Awards. Holy moly. Yeah. There's a serious amount of oomph in that film. Oh, yeah. What was yeah. your sorry? What was your role? I was a producer. A producer. But we, my company, Demarest, uh, was also the in charge of the production. So, and we shot it in Australia, mm -hmm. and uh, everything worked. Sweet. That was all Australians playing Americans in that movie. Oh, you no didn't way. see it. <laughs> no, you no, haven't no. seen it for God's no, sake. This one you shouldn't miss. I've got two young children, so the only movies we I watched Trolls about eighty-four <laughs> times. So I can tell you everything about Trolls, and I can sing all the songs from Trolls. The hug time. Trolls, well, t no, we didn't. Don't do hug time. I'm not doing hug time with you. Are you still doing movies, or is that now in the past? I'm on a break. You know, nobody ever stops doing movies. You just take a break. Yeah. It's like Walt Disney said it, said it best. We don't make movies to make money. We make money to make movies. <laughs> I like it. Because it's, it's a tough business if you're there to make money. I mean, movies aren't great investments. No, fair enough. Okay. And is that what you wanted to do growing up, being movies? I originally wanted to be a concert promoter and just kind of... Fell into promoter. Yeah, because Bill Graham, I grew up actually in San Francisco. Bill Graham, you know, with all those great, I watched like Led Zeppelin concert. Huh? Well, I watched the last Led Zeppelin <laughs> concert. No way. Pretty epic, down the green. And uh, I wanted to be Bill Graham. He's a big concert promoter. But so I couldn't do that. And I became, because live, oh, right, you know, yeah. live entertainment controls everything now yeah, yeah, with right. live concerts. And, uh, and um, anyway, I being in L.A., what are you going to do? I was the, the youngest son, so I could do anything I wanted. And, uh, <laughs> okay, I, so you want to? You want to? I'll go on, Russ. No, were you born and bred in, in LA? Well, I grew up in San. I actually was born in New Jersey. Up the side. Very yeah. much different, but I moved ten to San Francisco. Okay. And um, you know, went to school there, and uh, and then moved to LA. But I was in LA thirty years. Okay. So. So you kind of consider, well, I'm guessing you're considering Phuket your home now, but yeah. an American base, LA would probably be your, your home. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Phuket's the antidote to LA. I mean, it's, it's proper chalk and yeah. cheese, right? <laughs> so, I mean, I, I've, I've, admit, I've, been, I've done San Francisco. I've never been to LA. Um, so I only know about LA from, again, what, what you hear about LA. And everyone that comes out of LA basically has the same expression you've got on you now, which is, thank fuck, I'm out of there. <laughs> right? So, I mean, you know, I went into the movie business for probably all the wrong reasons. I thought it would be glamorous. I thought the, the meeting movie stars would be amazing and I could have these friends and stuff. And it was, uh, you know, it was a little disappointing in that respect because yeah. it's a very neurotic industry. And the I can people, only you know, I met some amazing people, yeah. like Mel Gibson is one. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, for the most part, a lot of movie stars are very neurotic and uncomfortable and tense because they're worried that next week they could be and equally it's you're a from a on the the production side of it you're equally as tense and as right as no because this has got to work and right? it's not you know it's <laughs> not an industry where people form business relationships it's very much deal oriented and it's it's just not it's not a healthy um, i'm guessing it's not a friendly environment no. to be in it's a very desperate environment, very desperate industry. It's better now because now that you have all these other platforms, people are making a lot more content. Yeah. In case you haven't noticed, Netflix has 
new well. shows every week, yeah, yeah. and most of them are terrible, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. People I just, just want to see I, I, I do know Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> I have heard of that thing called Netflix. <laughs> some good cartoons on Netflix. Well, we was watching some cut. We was watching The Troll Hunter. We're back oh, to right, Troll okay. again. So I was watching The Troll Hunter last night, all 28 episodes of it. Thanks wow. very much, Netflix. You're yes. welcome. <laughs> ah, binge watching cartoons. The joys of being their father. Yeah. Uh, so we seem to have segued yeah. completely. Anyway, let's get back to Bill. So you came to Phuket three years ago, decided you're going to make it your home. Did you have any idea where you were retiring? Were you just going to chill out, or did you have a plan of doing something? No, I didn't have a plan. I was going to. Come. I came to take a break. I had a really good year. I also did a show called Night Manager, which was a mini series. Oh, it's won. um, Hugh Laurie. Hugh Laurie, thank you. Yeah, potentially and, uh, the next Bond. And Tom Not Hiddleston. Hugh Laurie. Tom, Tom Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston. Yes, thank who's, you. who's great. Yeah, Did you say great. Hugh Laurie's the next Bond? No, I, the guy in this, Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> the other guy. Imagine yeah, Hugh, yeah. what, with the American accent or the English yeah. accent? Which ones are you going to use? <laughs> well, they can interchange, can't he? Oh, that's good. He can be he the can baddie and the goodie yeah. at the same time. Not that all like, Americans are bad, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Here and <laughs> some are. Yeah. I'm outnumbered. Okay. There is that. So, yeah, you came to Phuket with no, you just wanted to relax, chill out. So what happened? Because we're going to get to what you do in a minute, yeah. but what was it that started the journey of doing something here? Okay, well, I made the mistake of renting a motorbike, which is probably the first thing Americans <laughs> shouldn't do in Phuket. And, it's the uh, first thing any, no one should do in Phuket. Right. Yeah. Did you know Phuket's the most, one of the most dangerous places in the world to drive? It's funny you should mention that. Per capita yeah. deaths. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's scary. I think the only one above so, us is like Libya or somewhere like there. It's, it's ridiculous. Um, yeah, it's, yeah. I, 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 I talk about driving. I just love the fact they come down the other way on their motorbike right. with no helmet on and staring at you as though you're wrong because you're in the right lane. I know, right which way. is exactly what happened. I didn't know that thing where people can ghost, go in the opposite. Yeah, yeah. They come down the wrong way and then they turn right. Yeah. They yeah. Last minute, they just go right and they're out of the way. I just assumed he was coming at me and, and smiling like he was going to take me out. Yeah. So <laughs> I laid down a bike at about 35, no helmet. And just, and you know, I was thrashed. So I ended up in the emergency room. And by the way, all these people came out of their houses yeah, and immediately yeah. came up and Shot they were like trees wait, and... putting this natural remedies on my skin because <laughs> no I was bleeding everywhere. Yeah. I was like, but they cared. It was beautiful, man. And they were taking care of me. And then the, Does and that then I happen went, in LA? Or... <laughs> in LA, they're like, you got to talk to my attorney before I touch you. Right? So, um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so I ended up in the hospital. I had a great experience. I, you know, there was like, there's both my girlfriend and I, and, and um, doctors took care of us. We got stitches. We got um, X-rays. We were, but they gave us medication, and we we're in and out in an hour, which never happens in the West. No. And um, and the, they hand me the bill, and I'm terrified because I'm thinking, yeah. I have no insurance here. It's gonna be mm -hmm. fifteen thousand bucks or whatever. In the yeah. West, it would have been ten thousand for us for yeah. sure. Just with for the ambulance in. and all this <laughs> yeah. stuff. It was $270 for both of us. $270? Yes. 10,000 baht. Wow. Yeah. 10,000 baht for treating both of like, us. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, no, I was shocked. So that became the idea of all of a sudden I'm like, oh my God, they're really good, really good medical, and it's really cheap. Why not? And nobody knows about this in mm -hmm. the US. Why not bring medical tourism in? So mm -hmm. that was my first idea. Now, that was just a, a flash from you having your accident and then yeah. thinking, wow, that's really good service, really good rate. We could bring tourists here to right. have. Right. Okay. So I started looking at the medical here, and that's when I realized they do stem cells here, which I had had some experience with in the West, 
which saved my life. And um, Can we dig into that? Yeah, sure. So what happened 12 years ago, I ended up catching a, a really virulent virus in my in pneumonia. And it was part from living in Hollywood and part from just, I, it was bad, you know, I caught this really rare virus. Mm. I didn't know how sick I was. I just was taking antibiotics and it just wouldn't go away. And I ended up getting to a point where I couldn't, I would wake up from a dead sleep out of breath. Wow. It's terrifying. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't a panic attack. I was out of breath. And um, so I went to, to a doctor, Western doctor. The guy looks at me and goes, I'm sorry. You're in late stage heart failure. It's a terrible prognosis. There's very little hope. Go to the emergency room. Thanks, I was buddy. like, good, thanks, yeah. bud. I'm yeah. sitting there crying. <laughs> it was awful. And then, um, so I went to the emergency room. They, they checked me in. They're like, you know, we think we can kill the virus, but you're going to probably die in it within 18 months because your heart, you've got 90% heart failure at that point. Holy moly. And, um, can I ask, if I'm asking the personal yeah. question, how old were you at this point? I was 46. Okay. Got a few years yet, Russ. Yeah. You're right, mate. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, I, you know, I, I have two daughters and I was like, this is not acceptable. Mm -hmm. There's got to be something. And somebody mentioned stem cells. So I, I started digging in with stem cells going, what is this thing? And they're like, the heart function doesn't, heart isn't very, it's the least regenerative mm -hmm. organ in your body. And in the West, they don't consider that you can regenerate it at all. They just yeah. medicate you. It is what it is. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but I heard about doing stem cells. Can I ask, the lifestyle of, of someone in L.A., were, were you, and I'm not, you don't have to go into it, but were you kind of, was it a party lifestyle you have in? Yeah. Okay, there you go. Just, okay. just checking. You know, we, do, we don't sleep very often in the movie <laughs> business. That's yeah. part of the problem. Yeah. And, um, yeah, no. It was, was stem cells, I don't know, I've only ever talked to one other person about stem cells, so I know absolutely zero about it. Is it, is it big? In LA, is it? Is it the, the it's becoming now? I mean, it's becoming big everywhere. This is it's, it's a bit of a hot potato. I'll tell you what the problem is. Not anymore. No, okay, because cool. they used to when they originally. This goes back 20, 25 years. They originally actually stem cells have been used in medicine for over a hundred years, and I'll tell you why. They used to slap placenta, placenta. on burn wounds. Yeah, that's true. Right? Placenta's full of stem cells. They didn't know why it worked. They just knew it helped with the healing. Human placenta or oh, yeah. animal? Really? Yeah, or yeah. animal? It doesn't matter. Because these cells, in, when it's birth tissue, they're primitive cells. The reason is, is because otherwise the mother would reject the child. So they, there's, an, there's an immunoprivilege that happens. That doesn't, these cells don't cause Ooh. an immune reaction. That's why we now know we can use birth tissue cells in anybody. And it works great. They don't have to match you genetically. Mm. So I go and have some placenta later. And I'll feel a bit better. <laughs> we have we. That's one of our treatments. We do. We inject placenta. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> a bit I know it sounds a little, little bit of sick. But it comes in a little powder, and you don't. You know, it's, it doesn't look like placenta. <laughs> Sorry, I just have it in my brain. <laughs> just <laughs> she's done. Get, her, get it. Just grab it, and you take it. Out. But you can. I guess you can. Ah, uh, no. <laughs> See, there, there's. Well, you, you want me to tell you more about stem cells, or well, let's you know, okay, so, in general. No, I'm really interested. I didn't realize it was. I know that. Placenta was nutritious, and I knew that some people do eat placenta, humans. And I know that animals obviously eat their placenta, and Russell, being right. a dog trainer, will know that dogs eat their placenta. So I guess it's good for you. So why not slap it on a wound? Well, so, and they've also been doing, you know, when they talk about bone marrow transplants, that's stem cell transplant. So that's okay. what that is. The stem cells are produced in the bone marrow, and they just take, 
some bone marrow out, transplant that, it begins to produce stem cells in the new, in the, in the, you know, in the new, uh, the donor, or the recipient. So okay. that's been around a long time. They've been doing that for a long time. What happened in the 90s is they started with um, embryonic cells. Yeah. And this is what is this the ethical is, issue. Because yeah. embryonic cells have to be, they, they derive them from fetuses. And, and it became a whole ethical issue. Well, what we found out was embryonic cells, not we, what yeah. the doctors <laughs> found, right? Bill was having a look. Right. <laughs> Diving in there, looking through the wound. Oh, wait a minute, what's <laughs> that? Wait a minute. Yeah, this yeah. works. I've got a better idea. <laughs> well, anyway, they, they figured out that... Um, that these embryonic cells were not only unethical, but dangerous because they're so powerful, they can turn into anything and they can turn into tumors. So oh, wow. you put them in the body, you hope that they grow the right tissue, but they quite often are tumorigenic and they get, you know, you get cancer or whatever yeah. from it. So they stopped, pretty much stopped using them. Then they, they realized that you, in the last 20 years, they've realized that all of your tissue, all of your organs have stem cells in them. Even your fat, there's the highest concentration in your fat. I just like to point out, I don't have much fat, so it'd be very difficult <laughs> to get some stem cells out of me. Okay, no, I do. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, I do have fat, all right? Yes. Okay, well, they, a lot of stem cells. <laughs> yeah. So they, they, they've realized that you know, all the healing in your body is done by stem cells. If you didn't have stem cells, you'd be dead in 15 minutes. I mean, they're that mm. important. All of the healing. So this, this became an area of focus for various diseases. We can, we can cure a lot of things with stem cells. And, um, and they started looking at it. You know, I want to say the problem in the, in the West is that the period of time between you find something works and is safe and the period that you can put in the clinic it's like 10 years. Yeah. Wow. So, and, and I got to say, you know, I try to stay out of politics, but there's a, there's a, you know, the West are big public companies that run the healthcare. Yeah. These are companies that have to be concerned with the bottom line. They have to compete with other big public health companies. So they're not going to put money into things that don't produce income for them. Sure. Stem cells are already found in your body. You can't patent them. Yeah. So there's no way money to proprietary. <clears throat> and believe me, they're trying now. All these big biotech companies are trying to come up with stem cell products <clears throat> that work better than the cells we get from birth tissue. Problem is you can't, as soon as you start to create them, industrial produce them, you know, you culture them out until they, you have a mass quantity, mm -hmm. they, they stop being effective. So, anyway. so where do you get placenta from? Birth tissue. When people, yeah, no, what happens no, now? No, Every person no, that gives that, birth now, you don't, you don't, you don't go and grab it from the, no, but the now, hospital. See the, the, they know now. I mean, the medical industry knows now how important this is. So every time somebody gives birth, they're asked a question: Do we want to freeze your? Do you want to keep your, your birth tissue? So the stem cells, we can gather stem cells from the tissue and bank them, and you can use them in later life if your child develops a disease or whatever. It's a good idea, to have that genetically matched tissue. And, and, and really forgive me for asking such simple, maybe stupid questions, but can I use anybody's placenta? Well, this is what, this is what I was talking about, about the immunoprivilege. Yes, that's why stem cell banking is not really necessary. For specific, really specific diseases, sometimes they can take those cells. The, the science is so new that they're just, they know that eventually having those genetically matched cells may have some protocol to it. So they, they freeze, they ask you to bank them anyway. It's a good idea. Although... The way the industry is now, we know that, and a lot of these banks do this, they store the cells, 
then they culture them and sell them to yeah, other yeah, people. Yeah, 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 That's sure. how it works in Thailand. I mean, you you can't technically use other people's. The way the FDA works, you can't you they can't tell you what to do with your own body. So if they're your cells, you can do whatever you want with them. But if you're using somebody else's cells, that's where they draw the line. Right. So the way it works, Thailand won't go in front of the FDA in the U.S. They want to be judged the same way. Okay. So the clinics operate because they operate as stem cell banks. But meanwhile, they're they're selling the cells to other people, and the government knows this. It's very safe. If it wasn't safe, they wouldn't let us do it. They know it's safe, but they're afraid to approve it FDA-wise because that would put them in front of the U.S. Why is the U.S. not approving it? It's crystal clear. It has everything to do with money. money. And, and the FDA just recently came out and said, all of these treatments that you're doing are not FDA-approved, and we're going to stop it. They've been letting it go on because the doctors are like, this stuff works. This works great in my clinic. And they, so they've been doing it for many years. We had over 10 years data on this, 15 years data. But the FDA just recently last year came out and said, nope, we're going to push back. You guys are advertising for things that aren't FDA approved, and we are going to punish you. So that's why Thailand's becoming such a great place now to do it. Because the Thai government wants, they want to be a medical tourism destination. Mm -hmm. They want this high-end medical tourism. They want to be regarded as as you know as good or better even industry as, leaders industry yeah. leaders right so you had your stem cells yourself yes for the and, and that's obviously made you feel better and you feel good and you felt wow okay so then when you were here and you had your go on so when i did the original treatment i used my own cells they went they took adipose derived fat cells and, and you don't have much fat bill look at you you're a <laughs> handsome man so, but I got that was what was fun. I got to eat like a maniac pizzas for ten days beforehand, because they actually liposuck the uh, fat out and then they culture the there's, cells. There's a subtle that. irony with you've right. had a bit of a heart issue. Can you go and load up on KFC and pizza for a couple of weeks? <laughs> That's exactly <Say> it. <laughs> so anyway, and then they went up and injected my heart wall with the cells. It was a pretty extreme, extreme um, procedure, yeah. and uh, and and I got better. I didn't get well but i got better which meant i wasn't dying anytime soon it wasn't until i came to thailand and started using these these birth tissue drive cells and just doing them intravenously they don't have to inject the heart directly they just put them in your blood and they circulate and where were you doing that here there was a there was uh i've done it through my clinic and my doctor which we're going to get to but yeah. before your clinic okay. opened right. you were getting some cells oh, yeah. as well so I you did i actually did a I don't want to mention any competitors' names, no. but yeah, I went to a a a, um, a clinic here. In we can Phuket. call it Russell's <laughs> Russell's Clinic. clinic. Russell's yeah. Clinic, and, um, and, which is for and sexual transmitted diseases as well. Can I just point <laughs> out? Not Come that on. you went there for that. <laughs> so I and I had good results. I just started noticing, like I went there for my heart, but I noticed that my memory got better, and my eyesight got better. And my arthritis in my hands got better. So, and then my, I've, I've been on medication for type 2 diabetes for a long time. And I got my blood, you know, the A1C or whatever that number is, um, was reduced where I no longer had type 2 diabetes. Some people have amazing results. I was one of them. Some people don't. And what we're trying to do now is figure out why we don't get that consistency. So you had this and then you went, do you know what? I've got an idea. Yeah, I've got an idea. I'm going to do my own, my own clinic. 
Was that how yeah. it happened, or? Well, it started with okay. I'm gonna do. I'm going to do um, medical tourism. Medical tourism, and then it was we're gonna, and that was like plastic surgery and stuff like that. And then I realized I did this treatment and I had such great results. I'm like, this is what I'm supposed to do. This is amazing. People don't know about this. How do people not know how well well this works? Mm-hmm. You're not going to hear it from your doctor. No, you fair know? one. Yeah, yeah. And the doctors, are, but the doctors are starting to come along now on this path. They can't resist it. It works too well. So you, <clears throat> on the back of your own experience, you thought, right, this is the place to do it. This is what I want to do. This is what I'm meant to do. You're, you've obviously got the passion to drive forward with this. What was the next step here? And what was your sort of vision, your plan to set up and to, to, to get what you've got now? So after I had these results, I started going around and interviewing all the clinical doctors in Thailand that do this. Okay. And I realized there's some people that do it very well. There's a lot of people that aren't Don't doing it real well. And, and then I became interested, like, if you came in and with, the, with the idea of just outcome, getting the best outcomes mm-hmm. and not worrying about the finance part, like, let that come later, yeah. you could do this very well. And so that's what we're, that was the idea behind the clinic, that okay. we would. And so the clinic itself, we're based here at Royal Pocket Marina. Uh, and what have you got in, in the clinic? How, you know, if, if somebody's walking in there now. Sorry, we haven't even mentioned the name of the clinic. What's the name of the clinic? Demarest. Why that come Demarest from? Demarest is very important. Demarest is a, it's also the name of my production company. It's a family name. It goes back 16 generations. And uh, oh. it's funny because it actually, we were French Huguenots, kicked out of France. French what? Huguenots? Yeah, so French you're gonna have Pro- to help me Protestants that were kicked out of France, okay. or whatever. Yeah. But Demaray or Demarest is from Demaray, which is translates as of the swamp. <laughs> and so, I thought that was really funny. Yeah. For Hollywood, people loved that for the yeah. name of the film company. <laughs> so you thought you'd do it for your clinic as well? <laughs> well, Why for the not? clinic is different. It's a little different because I needed people to understand that we're putting. You know, I'm really proud of my family. My my parents are very successful, and um. And for us to put our name on something like this, it's important because we only, we're interested in outcomes. We want to be the best. And if I was going to operate anything less than that, I wouldn't put the name on it. Can I, before we talk about the location here at Royal Paquette Marina, um, and we're actually in Royal Paquette Marina now. Yeah. Sorry, Bake. It's yeah. Bake. We're not at Bake having coffee. You couldn't do stem cells yourself, and you said you walked, you went around looking for the different. You must have had to find people and partners to set up the clinic. You couldn't just say, "Right, well, I'm going to do a clinic myself." Or is well, I did. <laughs> <laughs> no, right, I mean, forget that I, shit. I, I, oh, you I'm have to sure. have like we have a Thai. You have to have a Thai medical director, sure. and obviously, we found somebody that's that's good at this. And um, and then what my idea is, and it's working very well, is to collect doctors that are specific to like heart disease and um and um and, you know an osteo osteo guy that we have now he's a spinal surgeon because they can't treat their patients with stem cells at bangkok hospital it's not you can't do that but there. they can at your clinic yes ah so, so you're they, like you're like what was that kevin costner you built it and they will come yeah right? that's what exactly done. this yeah. is well well said yeah um, I thought I'd bring the movie in it to, to see what I did there. Yeah. You didn't direct that movie, did you? Did you produce that movie? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> but I've seen just, that they, one. They just played the game recently, didn't they? You not see that in the news? I <clears> did <throat> see Kevin. That's why it remembered that oh, Kevin right, Costner, yeah. yeah. The two teams played. Yeah, Thanks yeah. for that. Back to your clinic. Yeah. Why Royal Phuket Marina? 
Oh, it's a great location. I mean, it's pretty quiet now, but it's beautiful. I mean, you come in, they did a really great job with, with the, uh, the aesthetics mm -hmm. here. It's beautiful. Yeah. Had you looked at any other places before here? Sure. I looked around. There's a lot of places. Unfortunately, Phuket right now, there's so many businesses that have gone under. Mm -hmm. It's sad. There's so much space. But, um, uh, which I was going to ask you in terms of the timing. When did you, set, when did you open Demarest? Well, we just opened last month. Right, so you've been going through this process during this For whole two sort of years, COVID really. thing. Yeah. So, um, and do, at the time, were you, were you? Um, well, I, I think I've answered my own question here. You've obviously been one of these people that are looking ahead, saying, yeah, "Okay, it's shit now, but it's going to come back." No, it'll point. come we're, back. We're, yeah. yeah, we're getting ahead of the game uh, anyway. Yeah, it's actually giving us lots of time to get it right. Yeah, yeah, the right one. So no. we start. We're starting with this trickle of clients coming in. We're, we're gearing up. We want to do not just regenerative medicine, but all the aesthetics for dermatology. We have all the machines and everything like somebody could want, possibly want. Mm -hmm. We're going to offer very comprehensive. Does that mean that your, your target market doesn't necessarily have to be, well, I'm guessing the majority of it's going to be inbound medical tourists, as, but it could also be just your local resident source market? Sure. I mean, this gets full of, most of the time, full of, you know, you got wealthy people that live here, and then you have the, the tourism that comes in. And, you know, being the one universal thing that everybody is concerned with once you get to a certain age is aging. Yeah, getting old. We all know. Yeah, yeah it's coming. <laughs> and this exciting thing about this, not just curing disease, we can bring your biological age down. What about mental age? Because mine's quite low already. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's the only issue I have. I don't know if we can bring your mental age up. Yeah. I am, I'm not sure. You, know, <laughs> you may not want Bill, to. All this seriously <laughs> doubt that. Yeah. <laughs> long words you two are talking yeah. about. And I'm like, what, 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 what? My yeah. brain's off in some way. I want to go back to World Pekin Marina. Do you have a boat by any chance? Yes, I was do. Was that actually. one of the reasons why you wanted to come here as well? Well, yes. Sneakily. Now, okay. would, you, would you use your boats as well as part of the clinic? Because obviously we're talking about medical tourism and... Royal Phuket Marina is actually a, a great place to be because there are, one, there's a marina here, so you can get on a yacht and go off somewhere and relax. And surely being at sea and relaxing is it's good. It's great for the healing process. Absolutely. Sure. And, but there's also islands you can go and visit and you know, places right. you can go and stay. So was all that a factor as well to move here? Absolutely. I mean, I, I have another company that's, that just does medical tourism and we have a, we have a private island out there, it's just 10 minutes from Correct. from RPM, and it's a beautiful villa there with 10 bedrooms. Uh, we're planning on... Lots of elephant stuff. Have you, you have not been over, have you? John Underwood did a lot of design for oh, that. Right. Yeah. Okay, cool. so it's beautiful. Lots Excellent. of elephants yeah. over there, yeah. yeah. And and the idea of having yacht parking was pretty cool, too. I mean, you know, there's yeah. that. Makes it easy, yep. <laughs> Out the door, on so, the boat. Yeah. And so. in all fairness, you are pretty... Cent oh, everyone says this in Phuket, that they're central, but you are on Tekasatri Road, which is the road from north yeah. to south. Yeah, so no, you this, are, you if know, you look at the map of Phuket, this is actually the center, yeah. the side, but the, the center of the island. So. And the parking, I'm, I'm just picking up my own. <laughs> I used to work at RPM, <laughs> yeah. so I kind of okay. give, give the marketing spiel. Yeah. But you've got the underground parking here, which is a bonus as well. Sure, Especially when it's, rare rare, when it's raining, it is mm -hmm. really rare for Phuket. And the fact right. you can go straight up from the underground right. to your clinic right. without getting wet, which is Great. another bonus. Yeah. And there's elevators for people that might not be able to, you know, who can't walk properly. Going back to the clinic, what sort of treatments um, would you say are like your bread and butter? Are there, are, there, are there like some standard treatments that you guys offer? Or is it just a case no, that's a, a good question. Of 
there's a there's a uh, there's a whole plethora of I hate that word actually. There's a whole array of of uh, <laughs> treatments that we do that are inexpensive and just make you feel better, man. These most of them are IV drips mm -hmm. because problem with aging is you start your body loses the ability to absorb you know vitamins and minerals mm -hmm. as you age, which this compounds all these other problems. So by getting this stuff through an IV you can bring your levels up really quickly and people feel much better very quickly. It happens, you're more sporty than I am, but it happens in sport quite a lot now, don't they? With the, they, Yeah. You, you see, you know, years ago, you just, <laughs> you didn't get any of that kind of stuff when I was playing sport, but nowadays... Pints you better than a quart of orange. <laughs> well, you'd have a, a lager top after, yeah, yeah. The, after the game and a packet of crisps. Yeah. That's, that's what you had to make you feel better. But now they are using IV drips a lot to, to push right. it through. And, yeah. you're, and, and inexpensive is probably a really good word. Right. I, guess, I guess there's another burning question that's it's in the back of my mind and I'm sure it's in the back of a lot of listeners' minds. We're talking about um, stem cell treatments, right. about making you feel better, about improving right. your life. Um, if not, is curing disease uh, too strong a term or is that about bang on? No, I think that's exactly what... There's, there's so many hacks that you can do that don't cost you anything mm -hmm. that will, for example, metformin. I don't know if you guys want to get into this right now, but it's, I just wrote a blog about this. It's great, one of the greatest drugs ever. They, Metformin's been around 60 years. It's for type 2 diabetes. Thank you, because I it's, had no idea what you were talking yeah, about. You should know now, because when you hear this. So metformin's been used. It's very high safety profile, no side effects, probably as safe as aspirin. The diabetics, which, by the way, kills you early, yeah. right? It's a life, cuts your life span down. We're living longer on metformin than normal people. This is 60 years of data. So they realized 15% increase in lifespan for the diabetics beyond normal people. Not only that, 30% less chance of getting cancer. Who's not gonna take this drug? You don't even have to know why. I mean, that's that. No, it costs you $3 a month. Everybody should be on it. If they're over 40, it helps just your body. It's called a metabolic switch. When you go from burning fat or burning glucose to burning fat, your cell makes this change. As we age, met metabolic flexibility, as we age, your metabolic flexibility decreases and then gets stuck. So people eat too much because they're looking yeah. at their burning glucose. That's a whole other thing, but um, metformin, great hack. It's my number one choice for people because it costs nothing. It makes your body, whole body, all your cells function better and there's no side effects. Sweet. Great. I guess the bigger question I've got at the minute then is if we're talking about all these amazing side effects uh, or amazing, not side effects, but amazing benefits of stem cell research and stem cell treatments, right. the obvious big ticket at the moment is COVID. So what... Oh my God, great, good question. Do you I know... Mean, it's, it's front and center, okay, right? I'm sure anyone so, listening is saying, well, hey, yeah. does, can this help? Absolutely. People, what happens with, with that kills people with COVID is they get what's called a cyto... <laughs> No, no, I can tell you exactly what kills people with the whole COVID thing. It's just the stress of being on fucking Facebook and listening to Karen's. That's what's fucking killing people. Can I just say for COVID the last... COVID is a disease, comes a close second, but dealing with these idiots on Facebook is... The last two weeks was. of my life where I've been attacked. When they say, yeah. don't shoot the messenger, yeah. I can... Honestly, we've... Yeah, I've yeah. been completely... You know Jay's a Nazi, right? I got called a Nazi. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. It, was, um, it was lovely. It was a very nice thing to be called. Anyway... So yeah, how does it, okay? Back well, to anyway, you, yeah. this this thing happens with your immune system mm -hmm. called a cytokine storm. Cytokines are released; they're inflammatory. They're a healing response, but they're released when you get a viral infection like that. And they caught if they're if they begin to, it's like a cascade. They get worse and worse and, pr and start releasing more and more. 
which causes your body, basically can shut your body down. Okay. Stem cells are called immunomodulatory. They get your immune system to relax when it needs to, and they, they improve your immune system when it needs to be stronger. So they can they quiet the cytokine storm immediately. People don't die that are given stem cells if they've got COVID. It's just, it, there's doubt already on that. I mean, it's a great protocol. You can also... So they're, they're like the parent in the middle of two kids that are fighting. So you go to your room, just settle the fuck down. You go to your room and we'll, we'll deal with you first. And It's a great analogy. There we go. They have You're that. not a parent, not, Russell. <laughs> Let me tell you how it really happens. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't right. That's like me saying, oh, I can make my dog sit just by going sit. No, it doesn't work like that, right? The American culture is very much will take medicines. And there, there's a lot of medicines that people will take and tablets and different things. Won't take medicines? No, no, will. Will, will very will. much over-medicated. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. In, where I grew up in, in England, we, wouldn't, it, it, we didn't have that kind of culture. Right. And how do you, being here, what are you feeling that people are more, because it's, it's a whole mix of different people, but what's the feelings you're getting? Are people willing to come and have a treatment? Because for some people like me, it's kind of, it's a war, it's, a, it's quite scary. Yeah, there's nothing to be scared about. I mean, the one thing that's been proven about cellular medicine, because you're using the body's own mechanisms, you have these cells already. We're just putting more of them in. Hmm. And they're, very, they're virtually indistinguishable from the ones you have because they don't have... Experience. Different... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cells. They're, not, they're <laughs> not genetic. I mean, what they do is exactly the same. So whether it comes from another person or yourself, it's like putting a tool man in there. Um, but I want to say it's not so much the medications that's the problem. It's the way people perceive their health because this is a big issue. Most people do not think they need anything if they're not sick. Mm. They just think that aging is normal. And the truth is aging is a disease that can be treated. We can slow down the aging process. In a lot of cases, we can reverse it. Well, not with Russell. <laughs> but th th that's probably right. People are, I mean, I've noticed in the last, I'm 45 you really shut your face you <laughs> i've noticed in the last year or so that i'm starting to feel my age and i never wanted to because i've got this mental age of about 16 it will stay that for the rest of my I'm life i'm with you i will never grow up but you know you're because, only young once well i also yeah. you feel stay that, immature indefinitely well i just feel <laughs> that i see my kids and their innocence and, and the innocence of youth as soon as you get older you start realizing no, 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 that no, the no, world no. sucks can i just jump in you are to how old Seven and ten. You look at your kids and you think, fuck, they're mature. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my daughter's quite mature, to be fair. Yeah, she is. But my point being is I don't ever want to lose that innocence. I, I still want to wake up in the morning, see a frog, and go, wow, frog, that's really cool. Look at it. You know, that right. is exciting. I mean, I see that, and they do that, and I think having kids has made me, you know, feel right. that. But I've noticed that not, my eyes are not as good as they used to be. I am now having to do that with bits of... I say, dude, that's not good for listeners, is it? <laughs> I'm moving my hand back and forth, listener, while I'm looking at it. But I'm doing that now. I can't see very well. I am getting a few grey hairs, not as much as old grey head over there, Mr. Wizard. <laughs> um, but there are other grey hairs, which I can't show you, but trust me, they are in <laughs> other places. And it is something that I've noticed. And maybe I am too late i don't know probably not too late you're never too late but you're right people don't ever think about it they think they how are you going to change because to make that people mindset. that mindset and to change the mindset of coming to see an anti because for me an anti-aging clinic not that you're an anti-aging clinic I, I believe that's not the right way to say it is it no i mean that anti anything's kind of the, i think yeah, it's yeah. bad terminology so i say it's cellular medicine regenerative medicine because we're regenerating okay. you back so when, because most people wouldn't go to that until they get to 
our age, perhaps. I don't know, you, you know better than I do. Or equally, and I think you, made, you mentioned it a second ago, until they feel sick See, or they feel the something specifically wrong. They wait wrong. until there's a problem or a symptom to address, then they address the okay. symptom, not the actual aging. Not the aging of the cells. We know what happens. We know why aging occurs. We have all these fixes that really help, but you won't hear about them because doctors, matter of fact, FDA, the first clinical trial ever for anti-aging is going on with metformin right now. That's the first one ever because the FDA didn't even recognize anti-aging as a clinical trial target. Huh. It's crazy because aging causes chronic disease. Yeah. If you weren't aging, you wouldn't get these chronic diseases. Cancer, you know, the rate of cancer increases, diabetes, heart disease, all these things come from aging. I, I think my, my only, right now, the only thing that's got in my head is the movie Cocoon. And I, <laughs> I can't get it out of my head. But I, I guess that's what I've grown up with. That's the only anti-aging thing I can think about. And maybe this is how the media or whatever, but growing up in the UK, we never, there was never the talk about it. We never knew of an anti-aging clinic. In fact, until I got to Phuket, was the first time I ever saw an anti-aging clinic. And that was Dr. Orawan, whose right. face was everywhere. Right. And that's the only one I saw. When should people then start to come and see you? Anybody over the age of 30 is dying. I mean, let's face it. You start, you hit 30 in your body. We were pre, preconditioned to live to 30, to produce offspring, to bring them to the age of 15 and then die. So it starts 30. By the time you're 50, you really should come in. I mean, 50 is kind of for men, 40 for women is about the time that you really benefit from these treatments. But if you start early, there's lots of things you can do even earlier than that. Um, so can people just come in and they, they can just rock up? I mean, that's, so as the listener, if you want to go, you can just come and have a, a chat and to understand. Because I think people really, this podcast is not going to give everyone a whole feel of it but can people just come and chat and talk yeah one of the best things to do that everybody should do we we do this one we do this thing called an oglio scan which is just oh, what, a sorry? simple oglio scan it's brand new technology Ooh. is she russian <laughs> <laughs> so, so sorry <laughs> okay um anyway it's not intrusive it, it has this 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 scanner that just reads your tissue and can tell you your hormone balance, how your metabol metabolism's working, your mineral level, vitamin level. It gives you a whole scan without even doing blood work. And okay. that's about $200. But it gives you a total idea of how, how healthy you are. And if there's, if there's any real problems, it'll show up on that scan. So it's like going to get your car serviced. You, just, you, know, you plug into yeah. the newer cars nowadays. You just plug in. It comes up, right, oh, well, it's, hey, there's a problem. We can then, and then you work right. from that. And then you work from there. You, you just get an idea how you're doing. You know, the, most, um, I would recommend people do once a year get blood work done. Uh, you can go, you go, especially now with COVID, the hospitals are offering great deals on these I was just full panel. Yeah, just, because just, I was just going to pick up on that exact same point. So going through, and I, I've done this every year, except this particular year is go to the hospital for the, your annual health checkup. So is this something that you would perhaps say, come and do this first? Absolutely. Come and do this first, and then let's see what that kind of panel gives you. And you sort of, you know, you can work out from there. These are the sort of things I might want to focus on, and these are the sort of treatments that can help me to achieve those particular right. goals. I wouldn't so, do. I I'm scared. I've never had a health checkup apart from my work permit health checkup, yeah, which is nothing, which, which is, is a, a complete waste poke, of time. You're alive off your pot because yeah, you're but, a healthy guy, so you don't think you need it. But I'm also scared. I'm also scared what I'd find out. And this is me okay. being very no, honest. I, I, I think other people would be in the same boat. Is 
if I come in and all of a sudden you scan it, it says, oh no, <laughs> actually you've got this, 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 and this. Says. That would scare me a little bit. And maybe that's me trying to get over that. And well, the, the, way to, the way to combat that basically is to realize that catching things early is the key to any disease. Mm. If it gets too advanced, I mean, a lot of these cancer case, pa patients ignore their symptoms because they're scared. And, they, um, and then by the time they get addressed it, the cancer is completely spread around their body. So it's a good idea to always have once have a year. Because if you have a problem, you can fix it. If you catch it early, we can fix pretty much anything. Do you know, I do leave things to stew too long. Yes. I really do. And not just my own body medical. And I'm looking at you and you can probably know that I do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just uh, going back a, li a little bit where... Well, I don't, I don't want this to come across. I, I, I value what you're saying, and I, I'm, I am kind of buying into a lot of this. But I don't want this to come across as stem cells, regenerative, regenerative treatments are a cure-all or a fix-all, and it's the, it's the one-hit wonder. So it's more about a... Or how would you, know, you how, Okay, this is how I, the analogy, because that's a great... That's a very, very important point is what people expect from yeah. results. This is exactly like the internet in 96. Do you remember when you, when the pages loaded yeah. real slow and you were like, what the fuck? Why would anybody sit around what and wait is, for it? What is Hotmail? What? Right? Yeah. Or, or who buy a book online, man? You go to the store, you look at them, you smell them. Amazon. Online. That's right? never going to work. I know, right? I was that guy. <laughs> so that's where we're at. Like, we know how big this is. We know it's coming. If you look at the smart money on Wall Street, they're backing all these biotech companies that are into cellular medicine now. They know it's coming. The FDA is trying to push but if you do i'd encourage people, people that are people, listening yeah. just do read the research it could you could in a week you could learn more than most doctors know mm. and you would know whether this is right for you or not look at whatever your your symptom is look for google stem cells and your whatever your whether it's diabetes or mm. heart disease or whatever and the information's all online every clinical trial that's ever been done is online you and, can read this and, and in all fairness we had sam one of our our guests puppies thank you um she had stem cells and she said it was amazing yeah she said true. it changed her life she felt so much better and that was the first time i'd ever heard of stem cells was talking to her yeah and i think if you came and met bill i, I want to have treatments now just because of the way that you, your your passion and mm -hmm. the way you've sold it not just no you haven't sold it the way you've talked about it and the way that you're you know you've explained it makes sense and i and think also there's the 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 test I think that's, that's your, that, oh, yeah, that's the this biggest is really important. This is one of the things that we do that no one else in the world does. This is a really important point. I believe in this. I believe in to the great degree where I put my money where my mouth is. We test you. We give you this very sophisticated cellular methylation test, which will tell you how old you are to a year within the actual age. If you've never done any treatments, it'll tell you your age. We you treat like you. Metabolic age or... Yes. Yeah, as opposed well, to... Which <laughs> is more important than chronological age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you've never done any treatments, mm. it's usually pretty accurate. Okay. It does worry me a little age. bit because yeah. when I... I'm thinking... 74? Well, no, I'm thinking... <laughs> 70 fucking four? I'm thinking you're going to cut me in half and just count... No, I mean, if you're scared... <laughs> if, you're, if you're scared to get information, that's a scary number when it tells you not only how... at what age you are, but how fast you're aging between a number of zero and two. Two would be two years for every year chronological. And oh, God, we're getting into dog years now. Now I'm really confused. <laughs> Do you know what? Um, In dog bears, I've only had one. <laughs> Bill, I'm, thank you for chatting to us and telling it. us all about it because it's made me feel much more comfortable with the whole thing. And yeah. I, was, I was scared. 
about stem cells and, and, and seeing it. But I've been into your clinic and I've had a, a tour around. I'm seeing it's growing and I'm seeing it. And I've, I've known people that have actually used it as well. In fact, mm. people that I live in my estate uh, come right. here and stuff. So I think it's fair to say uh, most people are scared of the new. Most people are scared of something they don't know anything about, regardless of what it is, right? There's an inherent, well, I want to ask questions first and find out later. And stem cell um, technology is new comparatively in most people's minds. And with the added bonus of, as you said, you know, the FDA saying, no, we're going to stick with the pharmaceutical companies and pump the shit out of right. you know, paid medications and profit ahead of this makes people think, well, I'm not quite sure where I should sit. But I like the idea of, in terms of a, attracting more people into it and allowing them to, a, to do their own research, but also just come in, find out where you're at. Just have a look. Right? That's how easy is that? How? Yeah. Yes. And I didn't finish with the part where. So we test you. We treat oh, yeah. you. We test you again. If your numbers don't improve, you get your money back. We're the only clinic in the world that does that because I believe we're that good. Oh, so you're going to test us once, test us again after three months after you've been treated. Okay. And it takes about three months for the to get maximum results. Actually, six months to get maximum results. But by three months you're going to be biologically younger, and we're going to prove it to you. This test is done by an independent U.S. company that's very sophisticated. It's one of the protocols that we have in wow. our diagnostics. Well, there you go. Can I just ask what sort of, about the testing? What I'm, I'm guessing it's obviously a non-invasive test. It's a blood test. Just blood test, okay. Yeah. I could probably ask questions about this for hours. <laughs> so, And you could probably sit here and answer all of them yeah, for hours and hours and hours. But no, we've got to wrap at some point, I guess. Yeah. But, Mate, thank you so much for being on the on the pod. I really great. enjoyed it, actually, yeah. Bill. You're a lovely man. The second <laughs> yeah. time I've met you. No, but he is a lovely man. He's a lovely man. You brought your little doggy here who's been very well trained. I don't know where you got your dog trained yeah. from. I mean, yeah. I don't know who that did. I mean, I know a couple of He's good... still a slow burner. Well, actually, here's, here's a question for you. And you, you that was the funniest thing that Russell said to me was, your dog... We were trying, he was trying to teach him not to bark. And he goes, your dog, he's a bit of a slow burner. He is. He knows what's right. He just doesn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> he knows what he's supposed to do. Yeah. He just never. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how much uh, research or, or information do you know what you have in terms of how this also relates to dogs? Stem cell technology. Oh, in the U.S., there's clinics that are just doing regenerative medicine on animals. I mean, it, One would people love their pets more yeah. than their children sometimes. A you lot. know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's... Uh... I don't like my hamster. <laughs> it's a pain in the ass, if I can be very honest. And on that note, <laughs> Bill, thank you very much for being on our podcast. My really pleasure. appreciate it. We'll put yeah, all the links uh, in the description so they can uh, come to the clinic. It's a Royal Phuket Marina yeah. uh, on the third floor. It's open now. So yes. people can just pop up and come and sure. say hello. You'd love that. Bill, thank you very much. Thank Absolute you. pleasure. Thanks, man. That was Thanks. awesome. Welcome to the outro. Hello, mate. Hi, Russell. That was interesting. Now, are you going to pretend that we're doing this straight after we did the podcast? Yes, because I'm a professional and I can seamlessly move from one to the we're other. We're not going to say that this is now Sunday and we've recorded the podcast on Friday because what we could tell the listener was we then went after we did the interview with Bill and it was an amazing interview and I really enjoyed it. We then went up to his clinic and we had some testing. We did. Want to talk about your results, Russell? Do you want to talk about our probing? My probing was very good. It was very good. How was your results, Russell? Um, look, I don't want to brag. Please, brag away because it upset me no end. They said what? They said that they were the best results that they have seen. 
Thank you very much for listening to the Jada Shark and Friends No Longer Russell podcast. <laughs> what did we actually... We in, a, in fairness, the, the other chap whose name escapes me did, did then come back out and say, that's what he always says. Stefano. Stefano I think he yeah. was joking, though. Mm. I think he does like you. I'm sorry, that was Russell's mum just interrupting our outro. Thanks, mum. Yeah. Yeah, I told you. She doesn't love you anymore. No. But if she'd listened to the podcast, although to be fair, she can't because it's not out yet, then she would know the answer to that. This is really the weirdest outro we've ever done. And And we've done some weird ones. (laughs) Anyway, that was Bill. Johnson. Now, technically, there was two podcasts. I'd like to get him back because we could have done an entire podcast on just the films. Yeah, the film bit was really interesting, and I find the stem cell stuff really interesting. And I'm still, I still have questions. I still have I've lots of questions. Lot. I mean, the, the whole placenta thing still. I, I'm, I was thinking about this on the way home after we interviewed him, and I was thinking, do they just get a sheet of placenta and just kind of wrap it around you like a bandage? But I guess that's not how they do it. I guess it's no. I think it's back going and, back a few years, and that's what he was saying. Yes, that's what they would have done <sighs> back when medicine wasn't exactly what it is now. Yeah, we did go up to Demarest Clinic. And we had, a, was it a mineral test we had? Uh, yes. I forgot the, the technical name for it. There was, it was a technical name. Sorry. Anyway, we, we had it on our hand and they did the little test and it came up to say what are um, percentages of the minerals that, and then the stuff. That, and, See, and I was looking chemicals. at vitamin balance, mineral balance, oxidative balance. Not that any of us know what any of this means. But I, the, the cool thing for me was, and we, we did touch on this in the pod, when people think about sort of stem cell treatment, they tend to think of it being something quite either invasive, yes. expensive, yes. or quite a big, serious thing. Like, or even like you use what I would prior to this, my knowledge of stem cell usage might be like you've got you know dodgy knees and you know fixing knee cartilage and all of that. They use a lot of stem cells for. So, but it's all cutting edge. It's very new. Whereas, Good pun, cutting edge. But I'm char here a week. Thanks for playing. Tip your waitress. However, from how much you tip her. It does depend. I usually go for about 10%. Really? I usually just use 20 bar. Well, if the, if the bill's 200, then yes. Oh, I'm cheap to get then. Anyway, on. sorry, go on. Go on. <laughs> um, you're, you're making a very interesting point and a good point, and I've interrupted it completely, but you're right, because that's exactly how I thought of stem cells. Yeah, which is why people would think, oh, it's a stem cell clinic in Phuket. Yeah, great for them. Whoopie do, but it's got nothing to do with me. Mm. No interest whatsoever. And that's not, that's not the point. That's not what it is. And A, the very simple test that we did was Again, non-invasive, just a simple... Took 10 um, minutes. If that, little sort of um, ultraviolet probe on your hand. You probably explain that in a little bit more detail. Um, and Bosch are where you get your results. So, and they've got some other tests and bits and pieces that they can do, which are, again, all very, very simple, very quick, very, but very inexpensive. You learn a bit more about yourself and what's going on with, with your no, body. No, like the, the heavy metals, that was your other... That's right. Well. And, and you had Led Zeppelin and Metallica, and I had um, Bon Jovi, which doesn't really count as heavy metal. It's no, more it's pop. pop rock. Yeah, I'll go I with so. yeah. But I was lacking in, 31 in, years. in jellyfish, and I can't say the other one because my children <laughs> are here at my outro. But I was lacking in phosphorus, which yep. apparently you get from eating jellyfish. Well, I said that as a joke. And yes. I think that the, the nurse lady found that quite funny. And then I was lacking folic, which I said I need to go and give more blowjobs no. to. No, that's folic acid, not yeah. phallic. I know, but that was my joke. One's an F, one's PH. I know, but that was my joke. They it was are very, very funny. Sp- the nurse found it funny, and she was cute. I think not she Stefano, was. Not Stefano, because he was quite cute. <laughs> Joking aside... Um, <laughs> It was a really fun podcast, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Bill was an amazing guy to talk to. Yeah. Funny, intelligent, uh, cool, up in his clinic is, is really relaxed. And you, you, you're right, you go into a stem cell clinic, you think it's going to be really medical and horrible and nasty you know, mm-hmm. and scary going into as the dogs go crazy behind us. 
but it's actually a really friendly clinic and everyone was really cool in there. Yeah. And I Are you gonna control these dogs? Fiji! Oh. We're at Canine Point Academy. If you need your dog trained and learn how to whistle, thanks Russ. Good job. Cool. What I thought was very interesting was his journey from you know, top Hollywood producer with some pretty top films. You knew his films, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, very, the, the Hacksaw Ridge one's amazing. It's a really good film. But going from that to having your own uh, medical tourism clinic, I mean, the two don't necessarily... It's a very interesting journey. Yeah. And it's interesting that our podcast has, has found out that journey because I really like him and he was so cool. And he, but Terrific right. character, yeah. There is more to talk about with, the, with his movie stuff. That oh, yeah. I mean, because, I, I mean, that's a very separate thing. And I would love to go into... I mean, I'm a movie buff, so I'd love to go into more details about and find out about, you know... The, the, You're a movie... You are buff for us. No, <laughs> but I'm sure. Not as fat as me, though, apparently, <laughs> because we did get weighed in the clinic as well and apparently... <laughs> I'm not as light as I thought. But you've lost a bit by the looks of it. You can shut your face. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Daily Show. <laughs> anyway, it's been an amazing. We like Bill. Go and check out his clinic. Go and even just go and chat to them. Yeah. Go and have, uh, we had, like I said, the, we had an intrusive, in, what's the word I'm looking for? Non-invasive. Thank you. We had one of those tests. So they don't stick anything up you. They just uh, kind of. Or in you. <laughs> or in you. They went and checked you all out. RPM. Third floor, where the where the, um, where the old gym used to gym, be. Yeah, gym used to be. That's right. Uh, thanks for listening. Um, check us out on Facebook with Jayla Shark and friends, but you can also go to Twitter and to Instagram. Just search Who Kept Podcast. But the best place to go is. Oh, sorry, is that my line? Is yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, it's your bit. WhoKeptPodcast.com. Thanks very much. And I think if you go to WhoKeptPodcast.com, correct me if I'm wrong, um, but you will find a range of other podcasts that are fantastically well produced and put together uh, by. Shark 13 Productions. A, a, a percenter of, um, I mean, a plethora <laughs> of, of, of podcasts. It's great. Great. I'm that's keeping that's that your in. word for the week, is it? Keeping that in. Okay. Love a bit of placenta. Le- at least we know what the title of the podcast is. <laughs> placenta are us. <laughs> that not good? It's catchy. Thanks for your time, Russ. Cheers, buddy. Cheers, mate. Bye. Bye.